welcome to our discussion about the book Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry. Today we have myself, Charlotte, Delaney, Luis, and Nathan. Um, we're going to start off with our summarizer. Uh, what chapters are we reading? We're reading chapters 1 through 4, or 3. One through three. Okay, so um, do, we didn't have a summarizer in this small group, did we? Okay, but so far... Let's just think. We've been introduced to the characters, right? Mm-hmm. And we know where they live. Where do they live? In like some old, like yeah, some in a large field. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like this big field across mm-hmm. from the forest. I'm pretty sure. So you don't think they live in a home? I mean, it's like it is like a home, but they live in a home for okay. them. Okay. Do we know what state this is in? Oh, I forgot. Wasn't it like? It's in Mississippi, oh. so it's in the south. Mm-hmm. And whose voice is the narrator? Cassie Logan. Okay, Cassie Logan, a little girl, right? She, how old do you think she is? Yeah, I think right around that. Yeah. Okay, so we met these characters. We know that they live on a farm, right? Okay. And in Mississippi, and this is not modern times. This is in the past. Yes. Okay, so... Who did you want to go? So we could start with some questions, maybe. What do you think about the book so far? Okay. Who wants to respond? Okay. I think it's um pretty good so far. I like um Okay, never mind. Scratch that. Um But you still like it. Yeah, okay. I like it. <laughs> I forgot what else I was gonna say, but is it confusing at all? Um, not really. Okay. It's just interesting. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, a good read. Like it's not an easy read, I would say. Yeah, there's definitely some big words and I made note of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Nathan, what's your take on it? I think it's a good book. There's not there's a lot of collect- connection, like some books like one part's different and then the other part's already doing something else. And it doesn't have like a crossover, like a transition. Okay, but this one does. Okay, so you're able to connect who who knows who and yeah. Okay, um, excellent. Did you have another? Yeah. Did anyone make any text to text connections or? Hmm, that's a good one. Other connections. Does it remind you of any other book? Not really. I mean, when I used to read Texas, there is this bus that would always always go really fast next to me, and there'd always be like a huge puddle, so I always got soaked. Really? <laughs> it kind of sucks. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go to school. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's... So on picture day, my my clothes were like soaked. Oh, really? Oh, that that's sucks. a great connection. Did you have one, Charlotte? Um, no, not really. Okay. Um, Luis, why don't you introduce us to a word? All right. So the word exasperation, exasperation. Can you tell us what page it was on? I forgot to do that. Okay. So exasperation. You guys have any idea what it means before he tells us? No? Sounds like the Oh, see, that's why I wish we had the page because that way we could go back and see if there's a context clue. I'm pretty sure. 
Like, so sometimes my son's behavior can be exasperating. So like exhausting. Yes. Okay. So I, I think put, what did you say? I put a feeling of intense irritation or annoyance. Was it irritation? I think yeah. I, I don't know. I think. Yeah, or annoyance, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like his behavior when he just won't stop nagging about something, right? I'm just like, God, oh, you're so exasperating, like, you know? And even with people in this class. <laughs> it's like, why do you keep doing that? It's so exasperating. Okay, what's another one? Admonished. Mm, that's a good one. I think, like, the page was near the start, though. I know that because I found it, like, the first on page four, I'm pretty sure. What's this? Yeah, admonish. Okay, wait, have everybody go there. Page four, towards the bottom. A lot of, like, a portion of my words were on page four. Like, you see here? So, Luis, read this sentence around it. Um, ah, uh, Cassie, leave him be. Stacy admonished, frowning and kicking testily up the road. Hmm. Aggravated? Mm -mm. So, um, say it again. Ah, Casey, leave him be. Stacy admonished, frowning and kicking. What's that say? Testily at the road. So it's obviously an adjective because it's the way you said something. So what is it? I said warn or reprimed, reprimed someone firmly. Did you try looking in a thesaurus? Did you try looking at a thesaurus? Okay, so word wizard, you're supposed to give us a clear definition of it. Okay, so you have to go to many sources because I think we're still kind of left not knowing what it means. Warn or rep reprimand was it supposed to be? Someone firmly? Oh, wait, that's not mine. So let's put that in. Oh, Casey, leave and be. Stacy warned, frowning, and kicking testily at the road. Hmm. I thought admonish meant to like free someone of wrongdoing. You admonish someone. You can grab a dictionary real quick. Oh. Okay, while you're doing that, let me just say something that I noticed at the very beginning. From the very beginning, like the character development was fabulous. Like the way they described each of the people. Um I don't have a book. I only have four of these in my possession. Um the way they described, was it, who's who's the one that doesn't like to get his clothes dirty? Is that little man? That's yeah. yeah, little man. So it's just, it's like you already feel connected to these people, like from the very beginning, because he just, he really, he gives you more than just like a physical description of him. He connects you to him somehow, or she does, Mildred, the author. Okay. Admonished. Um, it's going to be some pausing here. Can you talk about something else while we're, I'm looking this up? Um, what, another word? Sure. Okay. Mar. Hmm. It was on page four. I know that. Near the top, I'm pretty sure. Does it mean to, like, mess something up, kind of? Makes me think Impair of scar. the appearance of or disfigure. Ah, there. So it's like putting a scar on something will mar it. Where's the sentence? Did you find it? 
So what's the sentence? Can you read it, Nate? Just from here, six-year-old. Six-year-old little man never allowed dirt or tears or stains to mar anything he owned. Okay, so to mess up anything he owned. Um, okay, so to admonish back to that is to criticize or warn gently but seriously. Okay, so it's kind of like, be like, you better stop kicking that dirt. Like, you're saying it gently but seriously, like, you know, mom's going to get upset if you get your clothes all dirty. So you say it admonishingly. Okay, yeah. Um, so, well, you were the predictor. What else you got for us? Discussion director. So, hmm. do you think the title and the book are related somehow? The title of the book? The title of the book. I'll, I'll let you know a little secret. It's not it. You don't know till the end. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that where the big explosions are? Is that going to actually happen? Um, it's not an explosion, but you'll find out. It's like... <laughs> Nuclear like fallout. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that either. They didn't have nuclear power back at this time. Yeah, but what if they could just... Did you guys happen to notice all of the similes that are in this book? Can you go to page six, please? In paragraph one, who can find it first? What is it, Nate? Oh. Drop. I found it as pencil Okay, my brother's growing as pencilly quiet as I. Say it again. My brother's growing as pensively quiet as I. Mm, no, it's not, I found it's not comparing anything. What is it? What Before is? us, the narrow, sun-splotched road would like a lazy red serpent dividing the high forest bank of quiet old trees on the left from the cotton field, forested by a giant green and purple stalks on the right. Totally. So I can totally see him walking down this road and it's like a lazy red serpent and there's something on this side and then there's something on this side. So that was a really great simile. Um, oh, and in my notes, I said that would be a really good page to illustrate. If anybody got done with their reading and you were looking to like do something, that'd be a really cool image to have that. The forest and the field on one side. Um, page six, the word sharecropping. Do you guys know what that means? Oh, yeah. Um, sharecropping, I'm pretty sure like... Oh, I forgot most of it. I think, like, isn't it something to do with somebody that, like, they, they let um someone else do the work of, like, cotton and stuff, and then they give, like, a portion of the money to them? Yeah, okay, like, so close. Right, so this is just after slavery. So sharecropping, can you guys find it in the sentence there while I try to look it up here? Page six, I think I said. Yeah, the protector fencing of the forest, mass farming, sharecropped by a multitude of sharecropping families who covered two thirds of a ten school mile plantation. Okay, so this says to farm another's land for a share of the crop or profit. So, yeah, often these people, they would work on the farm, they would work on someone else's farm. It was like a job. That's mine. Not sure where it is in my purse, maybe. Yeah, it was a job, but they got just enough to either live on or sometimes if they worked for like 30 years or something, they'd be given a portion of the land. So that was sharecropping. So you weren't like rolling in the money by any stretch. It was their way of getting around the rules of slavery. We can't own them anymore, but essentially you're owning them because this is the only job they're going to be able to get. And you're going to pay them pretty much nothing except that they get to farm on the land and have a house to live in. 
So, and you give them a little, little tiny but amount of money. We did that last year because, like, I remember a picture of something in like the big social studies book. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, another thing I asked. So I think it was right around here that it mentioned Mississippi. Does it not? Page six. That's why I asked if you guys knew where they lived. I know it started with an M. Mm. Well, Mississippi was known, like, that was, like, the deep south. That's where racism has, like, held on the strongest. Like, even to this day, it's known for not much tolerance. So as you'll see as the story progresses, like they're treated poorly. Um, and Little Man stomped on a book. Huh? Little Man jumped on and stomped on a book. Because said, I know. Wasn't that something, that page? Yeah, we'll get to that. So page 11. Can you guys go to, I thought it was really interesting the way these slang words were written with all the apostrophes. I know, that like, yeah. it was kind of hard to read, but like yeah. in my head I have like the certain accent just going boom. Yeah, so the last paragraph, I think it starts with, you wouldn't be laughing if it had happened to you. Yeah. Do you guys I, see those I, words? Yeah. yeah, I can understand That's what my grandpa thought. Does, is it? It's <laughs> a really southern word. She up and told okay. your mom about me going up to Wallace Store dancing room when Ms. Logan told mama. Yeah, so the one that I said, you wouldn't be laughing if it would have happened to you. So the D, it's like all they're putting in there of wood is just the D. If it is happened, yeah, so. So I need a text-to-text -text connection with that. Okay. The way they talk is similar to how Hagrid talks in the Harry Potter books. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I have not read those, unfortunately. I know. Shame on me. I haven't read them, but my sister read every single one and watched okay. every single movie. I know. We have so. all the books. Yeah, Isn't I need the book to. better than the movie? Always. Like, I don't know. Okay. Um, page 14, at the top, there's a word It's called toe-headed. Toe-headed. Do you know what that like means? Like really blonde? Yeah. How'd you know that? Because my sister called me toe-headed. Okay, nice. Hmm. So on this totally nerdy show that I listen to on NPR, it's called Away With Words. And you call in with like words or phrases that you're like, I've heard them my whole life, but I'm just like, I don't know what in the world they mean. Like, I can't think of any now, but when someone's called toe-headed, so it had something, it has to do with them being blonde, but it was, it doesn't have to do with toes. I can't remember the definition of it. I thought it just made it like, where you like, your hair looked like skin color and it looked like, Nope. Yeah, but there, there's more to it behind it. But, so what do we know about this little boy, then? If he has blonde hair, what he's color is he? White. He's white. Yeah, so he's a little white boy. So now you can understand why they're they're kind of like, why does this little white boy keep running up to us? Right? And he wants to hang out with them. But then the sister, how does the sister feel about him? She does, she does not react well. Yeah, she's like, get up here, Jeremy. Like, you shouldn't be back there. Yeah. You want to, um, like, walk into school or something? Yeah, and then they had a plan like, to get rid of the bus. Yeah, like and that's actually my next thing, page 15. I, I just tells. pictured it in my head with a hole in the road. Oh, that? I love that scene. But page 15 says how long they walk. What is it?
Ladies and gentlemen, we're looking for the amount of time that it takes to walk to school. Yep, so it takes an hour. One way that they walk, an hour. And is the weather always fabulous? Mm -mm. No. No, and did you get to the part about that the grandma gave him just like leather skins to like hold over? Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, like stinky leather shoes. Yeah. But it also says in there um, about a plantation. You guys, do you know what a plantation is? I thought it was for like really expensive houses. Okay, say that again. It's like a large area that's being farmed. Yep. Okay. Um, Let's see if it says in here. Plan. Plantation. No. Okay. A group of plants and especially trees planted and cared for a planted area as an estate cultivated by laborers. Yeah. So that was kind of the white people, you know, lived in the plantation home and then everyone worked around them. Yeah, exactly. Page 16. It explains why we have summers off. Did anyone notice that on page 16? I think. Oh, they like farm, like completed in the fields. Yeah, exactly. That's why we originally have summers off, is because like child labor was needed to like farm. But that is long gone. So that's why I am a proponent of having year round school. We still have the summer off. School all year round. You you should ask them. I just find it really hard to like get started again after having that much time off. It is really hard. Like even just this two weeks, I'm like, I'm like, I'm a little chubby, chubby, chubby. I think I can train. Yep, you remember it from last week? It's like remember last year? Yeah. No. Um. Oh, what about on page seventeen? About I've made a note how how they all get so dressed up for school. You know, well, but then, but then, what happens with those clothes? They get they all muddy, muddy and wet yeah. because of those. Is it because like the bus people? The bus? I thought it was because it rained. Rain, but I thought it said something else about how they take them home and then they like hang them up that way they can wear to church, like that yeah. following Sunday, right? Yeah. So they're supposed to try to not. So they had very few clothes. Like they probably had like one good outfit, one pair of shoes, maybe two other shirts to wear to work in. It's just. A much more minimalistic life back then. And it also mentioned on 17, these other kids that came three and a half hours, how they got up in the dark and left. Did you guys read that on 17 somewhere? I need a book. Someone find it for me. What's it say? Three and a half hour walk from the school. Mm -hmm. So does it say that they got up when it was dark or something? Yeah, leaving their homes while the sky was black and not yeah. returning until it was black, until yeah. all was blackness. Again. And there's no streetlights. Like, it is just dark. <laughs> yeah. And if it's raining, oh, bad. Get one of those minor caps and just get a light on it. Well, you still got the moon. If the moon's even they out. They barely had any clothes. Rainy. They're not going to have a minor cap. Um, 21, there's a word at the very bottom, ebbed. I'm wondering if you guys knew what ebbed mean, if we can figure it out. My anticipation at having my own book ebbed into a sinking disappointment. Hmm. Maybe like so it went from excitement to disappointment. It ebbed. So what does ebbed probably change a lot? Like tides do this. Ebb. Think about which direction it's going. 
down. Okay. Okay. So it, it lessened. getting worse. Okay. So say it again. Use the word lessened. My anticipation at having my own book lessened to a sinking disappointment. Okay. Um, here it says to flow out or away to recede to decline. Yeah. So my excitement just went out of me. So it's also the flowing of the tide, the ebb, ebb and flow. Um, here is a word that I still need to look up. Page 23, paragraph 2. See if you guys can figure out what word I'm talking about. Quiver? Yeah, I know what quiver means. A pause. No. Temerity? Yeah, temerity. And I don't even see it in here. So what's the sentence surrounding it? Miss Crocker echoed appalled by such temerity. And what had happened just before that? Obviously someone did something. Yeah, um, Little Man was like, this book's, this book's dirty. Because it had the... Oh, I wonder if it's like audacity, like for him to be like, I'm not taking that dirty book. Because like, it had this be like, well, who do you think you oh, yeah. are? Also because like it had this, it, had the it was like very one. poor. Yep, exactly. So I think that was, yeah, audacity. Like who does he think he is? His temerity. Um, 24, page 24. Do you guys know what a switch is? A switch. A switch. Yeah, exactly. Used to get everybody in order. There's my switch. <laughs> um, Okay, so page 30. Can you guys find the quote? It says, maybe so. And then there's some other words, but that doesn't mean they have to accept them. This is when uh, Mary Logan and Mama, I guess, are talking. Mm -hmm. So did somebody find the whole line? Um, What's it, Delaney? Like the whole sentence? Where it starts with maybe so, yeah. This is maybe so said mama, but that doesn't mean they have to accept them, and maybe they won't either. Okay, so my question here was, what does this say about Mary, Logan, and mama? They're different. Well, no, back up a little bit so we know what we're talking Mary about. Mary Logan is mom. Yeah, mama's oh. the grandmother. So, Delaney, back it up a little bit. What are they talking about? Um, I think their teacher said to their mom about them saying that... They didn't want the books, and it's dumb. their teacher told their mom that she was spoiling them. Okay. So my question goes back to what does this say about Mary Logan? The fact that she covered up the pages and didn't yell at her children for the way they behaved. How does she feel about what's printed in the book? She doesn't, like, agree with it or like it. Yeah, totally. Well, what are your thoughts on on this book that the teacher's like, children, we have these fabulous books we have to take really great care of. And they're like 13 years old and they're only given to like the black and kids now. And it's very poor. Yeah, exactly. Very poor. Yeah. So is it understandable that little man is yeah. pissed yeah. off essentially? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, he is, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no other way to say it. He's more than just angry. Annoyed. Yeah, he's very annoyed. Um, Page 33, I thought they did a really good job of character description and visuals. 
Can someone find what I was possibly talking about? 33. Which character is being described? Christopher Dan. Um, maybe. What does it say about him? I didn't write it down. I just said an excellent character description. Christopher John, a middleman, farther down the field, gallant skillfully on lower spikes of their gold working. The last of the cotton? No. Who else? He was describing the, their mom. Mm, okay, what does it say about her? It says she was, she was tawny-colored, thin and sunny, with delicate features and a strong-jawed face, and... Though almost as tall as Big Ma, she seems somewhat dwarfed beside her. Yeah, yeah, so I just, I thought that was a great description. So it's like her persona makes her seem bigger than she is, even though she's kind of a thinner, sinewy, sinewy woman. Yeah. Um, so, do you guys notice the kind of stuff that I'm, like, making note of as we're reading? So that's what I kind of want you to be doing. I want you to be like, oh, that was a really good way he described her, or I can't believe, like, like, look at what they wrote in the back of this book. Like, that would make me feel so pissed, right? <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, page 37. Um, I don't know why I wrote this down. It's in the middle of the page. Deep, quiet. Oh, okay. So is there a simile or a metaphor here? In the middle? Well, I found something else right here. Maybe this has something to do with the book title it says um said mr M mr morrison in a deep quiet voice like a roll of low thunder but is that a what simile. that's a simile oh. yeah his deep quiet voice is being compared to a roll of thunder yeah um okay page 40 um okay this was kind of a big one talk i wanted to talk about the events of the burning and what a lynching is so what is your take on what happened to, who is the family? It's not the Grangers. Those are the other sharecroppers. It's, it's the berries, probably. The berries, yeah. Yes. So, someone described me. What happened? Didn't, like, um, didn't, weren't they, like, put in, didn't they put tar on them or something? Tar on them. And then, and then like, did something else to them. I forgot what the other thing was. But I know they, like, put tar on them. And then did what? Was it feathers? No. But why is there a burning? Why does it talk about the burning? Okay. They lit him on fire. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. And the thing is, there's no, like, no one, they can't, like, go to the police and say anything because they're going to be like, Whatever. Not our problem. Yeah, not our problem. Like, how horrible is that to live in that state of fear to know that, like, nobody's got your back except your neighbors who are, like, miles away, right? Um, you just have something to feel like um, you're just sitting in the house just every day. You know that something might happen, and then there's that day it comes, and you're just like, mm. Well, and that I'm feeling good. of, like, how, how you know, white people felt like they were better or more important or worth more. It's right? like, I'm going to kill you because I can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then, so what is a lynching? We talked about a lynching. I think so. Yeah, it's um, paragraph three. It 
notes that they heard tell they lynched a boy a few days ago at Crosston. So you guys didn't look this up as you're reading? You were curious as to what it meant? No. So a lynching is a hanging. Oh. Okay. So what's the sentence again? Okay. Heard tell they lynched a boy a few days ago at Croston. Yeah. Yep, and nobody was charged for it. Yep. Is um, there even a jail? How did people go to jail if the police officers didn't care? Um, like, if there's no jail, the police are going to be like, boom. probably wasn't any white people there's in jail. jail. <laughs> um, page 41 at the end. Um, oh, we already talked about what a switch was. It said that somebody swung a mean switch. Who was that? End of page 41. Who is it that swings a mean switch? Ah, uh, okay. Um... Then 42, I said there was an excellent excellent visualization of dirt and its thirst. So if you guys could find that, and that's one of our other... Falling heavily upon a six-inch layer of dust. But it's it's one of our things. It's like, it's not a simile or a metaphor, but it's something like an onomatopoeia, a personification, a hyperbole. Which one is this? Where it talks about the dirt and its thirst. What is it mean by Personification? Yeah, exactly. Do you see the line? Can you read it to us? No, I don't see the line, but I don't see it, but it's on 42 somewhere. Rejoicing? What is that? Yeah, rejoicing is just to be, it's a, a state of joy, to joy again, of rejoice. Hallelujah, that kind of thing. Is it not there, the dirt? It's about the dust. Not there. Oh, here it is. It says, at first the rain had merely splotched the dust. So you've probably seen it before where just a few drops come down on the dirt and you can totally see it. Um, which okay. Um, a couple other things. We're almost out of time. What does it mean? Oh, we had one of our words on page 44, the last paragraph. It's one of our root words. What was it? Last paragraph. Dejected. Yeah, dejected. I was so excited when I saw it. <laughs> um, page 45. Do we have another simile? Probably. Rain against the tin roof. I put a question mark because I wasn't sure, and there's more in between that. Someone find the line that says rain against the tin roof. Of the rain against the tin roof, yeah. What's the whole statement? The, that night, when I was snug in the deep feathery bed beside Big Ma, the tat-tat of the rain against the tin roof changed to a deafening roar that sounded as if thousands of giant rocks were being hurled against the earth. So, it didn't use, did it use as? That's why I wanted to ask you guys. Do we think it's a simile? Because it's comparing the rain to a, what? Tat-tat. Well, that's the sound Giant it makes. Rocks. Giant rocks. So did it use like or as? No. So it would be a metaphor? Okay. No, it said a deafening roar that sounded as. As. Okay. Yeah. So that's why it was questionable there. Um, okay. We better ask one more and then the predictor. Um, page 55. Remind me what was on page 55 because my question here says, were you satisfied reading this? Satisfied. Oh, is it? Is this the part where like the bus came and then they like 
it fell down. Yes. Yes, I was. What was your feeling when this happened? I was satisfied when that happened. Victory. Yeah, exactly. Victory. Then all those little white kids had to get out of the car. I know, because they they all look at her and they're like, what? What? Revenge is so sweet, she was saying. And then they had everybody help get the bus out. And then they. I'm I'm not sure if they got it out, but if it kept raining, they couldn't. It stopped raining. They, he had to. That's I think it says later that they have to wait until the rain stops. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So predictor, real quick, what do you think is going to happen? Would you rate? Nothing. He has no predictions for where this book is going. Okay. Jobs have to be done better than that. Anyone have a prediction? Or shall we just pick up at page 65 when we meet again? I feel like um, maybe the bus, maybe they're going to have another bus or something, because there was two buses, right? Mm. No. Because I think you said to me you guys are going to have to walk for a little while. Yeah. I don't know. This is more of a question than a prediction, but it's like how Mr. Morrison will play into the story. Or is he just there? Oh, is that the one that was brought home by the dad? Yes. yes. Yeah, so that's an interesting question. What is his role going to be? I don't know his role, but like, once you get the bus out, the bus might go slower. Anyway, I feel like the. Um, I feel like. But they think it was just washed out. Super fast. Oh, I see. Because you better look out for puddles. So if he looks, then you'd have to go slowly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the white kids are gonna like have more revenge to them because. Well, they don't know that. Oh, well, maybe they just like just because they're angry. Because you know what happened to the berries. Right. And then that's when they start to freak out later in the book, right? The kids are like, oh, my God, they're coming to get us. Like, they totally know that we did it. Okay, well, until next time, we'll pick up around page 65, end of chapter 3. Okay, join us then.